Hey guys, welcome back to the encounter. Um, thank you guys very much for choosing uh, to hear us. And guys, we're um, we're talking about this. Um, how do you guys this? I guess series about the Holy Spirit, which I think is very important for us to understand um, a little bit more about the invisible God. And I, I honestly, I, I love I love this, and um, I. I studied this quite quite a bit, and uh, I think our whole ministry has been talking about this as well. So uh, let's 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 dive in straight into the Holy Spirit, and we're we're talking about um, the Holy Spirit in in a mode, and not in a mode, but in a way of deliverance, of setting you free. If you don't know what deliverance means, it's to set free, to take away, uh, to take you from something and put you into something new. And we can see this in Acts 16, uh, 25. And it says, um, there's a story of Paul and Silas. And it says, it's about midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. This is when Paul and Silas was they were put in jail. And it says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the, pres and the prisons were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open. And everyone's bonds were unfastened. And, and I honestly love this story because... Besides the fact that it's so super uh, supernatural, right? Because tell me what 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 happens like that. Yeah. That we have to apply this mm -hmm. into a spiritual way. Um, if you only only a prisoner knows what is to be imprisoned, and, and that's what I want you guys to understand that, like, um, unless you've been a prison a prisoner of something, then you understand that being a prisoner of something, you feel like confided, right? You feel like you can't leave, you can't move. This thing has you down. And the thing that makes me honestly almost like get up and, you know, sing of joy is when they were prisoners, their way out was with two things. They were praying and singing hymns to God. Mm -hmm. uh, were they sad because they were prisoners? I'm sure they were sad. Were they a little bit uncomfortable because they had shackles? Yes, I'm sure it was a little bit cold and damp in the prisoner, in the in the in the cage or in the in the prison where they were. I'm sure it was, but they were giving thanks and singing to God. So uh, the Holy Spirit works in, in mysterious ways, and 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 you know God just has His ways. But what I love is that when we're not this is the way I'm seeing it, we're not whining about in the play uh, about where we are at. But we're giving thanks at all time. And when we give thanks and we pray, and it's not praying like, oh, God, help me. But praying about, hey, God, you know, thank you for everything you've given me. Praying is many things. And they were singing. And when they understood, I believe that this is the Holy Spirit coming down, getting an earthquake. And then everybody was free. And what I love about this is that when somebody is set free like this, it's not only him being set free, but he sets free everybody around him and we have to understand him that we have to understand when the holy spirit doesn't say the holy spirit comes down here but we can see that there's a lot of times in the bible when the holy spirit descended the ground shook there was a, there was air there was a not air, there was like a rushing wind it sounded like a rushing wind so there's a there's little things that happen when the holy spirit that that that, that comes that delivers us and there's not only the only one that that Paul and Silas did but there's one that I love because everybody else was also uh, delivered there uh, I was going to say, or did you want to say something else? Okay. Um, I was going to say that I, I love this one of my favorite stories. I think this is a really cool story because um, not only does it show how uh, awesome uh, the power of worship is because worship should not just be in the moments of our good, 
but also like in every moment, God is to be praised in every season and every second. Mm-hmm. Uh, God deserves praise just because God is God, right? Not because of anything happening in our lives. Um, so that I really love. But but what I love about this whole thing, like this whole story, is that in the spirit of the Lord, when the spirit of the Lord is uh, bringing deliverance, there is no chaos. Like you see that all of these people were prisoners for a reason and none of them started running around saying like, oh, I'm free, hey, let's go murder people. No, right? <laughs> no, like they didn't even escape. They, they just stayed there yeah. because God is a God of order. And I think that's one of the things that we have to uh, realize, especially in the church, where a lot of people think like, oh, the spirit will come upon me and I don't even know what's going on. And my eyes are rolling back and I'm spinning wildly and I'm hitting people. That's not how the spirit of the Lord works. And we see that he's peaceful. He comes as a as an amazing thing right he doesn't come to uh, to harm anyone not even those who are against you because the prison guard uh was afraid right he was about to kill himself yeah and paul tells him hey like don't harm yourself relax we're all here and we're all staying here yeah and i love the fact that that if you continue reading the story nobody leaves yeah <laughs> that's the craziest part like he nobody leaves and then the jailer goes are you not gonna are you not gonna leave he was like no they let him put him back into the jail. And then he says, oh, the people that put you here told you to leave. And he was like, I'm not leaving until they come to apologize to me. So I, I want you guys to understand, like, there's a few things that we have to we can see. That's just like that, what I said, just like my sister said, that there's no chaos. So look, now I'm not saying that there's no such thing, such thing as deliverances as like, you know, like there's spirits coming out of you. But sometimes it's just, it can be just like this. You were stuck in a sin. You were being uh, imprisoned by a sin. And all you need to do is worship and pray to God and he will unfasten the shackles. I don't know if you have something to say. I actually wanted to go back how you were saying that sometimes we're prisoners and honestly, uh, a lot of us that are listening to this are young and sometimes we feel helpless into the sin we're constantly going over and over falling in the same sin but sometimes we don't want to be prisoners and it's the enemy trying to put that put that those chains on us and honestly what i really like is if we go to first corinthians 1 27 it says right here things but i'm going to change that to people so you guys can kind of understand it says god chose people the world considered worthless Oh, God chose people the world considered foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And God chose people who are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose people despised by the world. People counted as nothing at all and used them to bring to nothing what the world considered important. So sometimes you're letting yourself by the enemy be chained up. And when the enemy tells you, honestly... You really have to understand that when the enemy tells you you're worthless, when the enemy tells you you're useless, when the enemy says that you will never be anything, honestly say amen because that means God is going to use you. Mm-hmm. That means God is going to pick you. But don't get it twisted tampoco, you know? <laughs> don't be like, oh, I'm going to go sin because then the then the God is going to use me. No, you've been saved and there's no going back. Once those chains break off, it's. I know that we were talking about how it's, uh, metanoia, you're, it's constant. It's not just, oh, um, I'm, I'm freed, okay, and I'm gonna go commit another sin, uh, another, uh, yeah. If you like, if you're freed from jail, you're not gonna go commit another crime because they're gonna put you back. Right. So we have to understand that once we're delivered from our sin, we have to, like you guys are saying, we have to continue to look for God, worship Him, be thankful. No, yeah? I'll, I'll, no. I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. <laughs> 
be thankful for everything we have because we can easily go back. It's about not going back, taking those steps forward, keep moving on and seeking the Lord. So what you said kind of reminded me of um, in Acts 3. Remember how about the, um, Peter and John, they were walking to a temple and stuff like that. And then there was a lame beggar in front of the, the temple, right? So what I got from that, from what you said, it's like what I found super amazing is that the lame beggar, what he was looking for, I think he was well, Money. stability, I wanted to say. Um, like easily when Peter and John healed him, he could have easily got up and went to work. He was like, let me provide stability for myself. No. First thing he did, went to church and still kept praising. He's like, thank you, God, for giving me the privilege to be able to be in your presence. Yeah. Be able to have my legs, be able to um, praise you and be able to like exhort and exalt your name. You know, like this is a small thing that I just really like that this guy really did. That was so beautiful. Like, unfortunately, like we human today, like was it like we always look at what we can do outside of Christ to benefit ourselves instead of what can we do to benefit him. Mm-hmm. Like, and honestly, just, just with everything you said, you can see that there's many ways that, that you can be delivered, right? Mm-hmm. You can be delivered like through a demon, through shackles, mm-hmm. or you can even be delivered in your own sickness, right? Mm-hmm. Which with through healing, mm-hmm. right? Because for example, like you said, with this with this with this with this, with this beggar with mm-hmm. this lame because he was lame. Lame means cojo, right? That mm-hmm. he was like he had Same like a little thing, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy that that he he came back, right? Mm-hmm. He came back and went to worship, and he mm-hmm. says, "What are you doing?" And he says, "Go and present to the priest and." Jesus just tells them everything mm-hmm. he must do. I was going to tell you that another way that we can see the Holy Spirit uh, deliver is through the type of friends that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have spirit-filled, Holy Spirit-filled friends, most likely their faith will help you feel. For example, uh, um, the apostle speaks about this, about the about the friends that, that brought down uh, that uh, the paralytic man. And I, I just imagine the paralytic man had no intentions of moving there, right? Or maybe he did want to be there, but he said, I can't do it. And yet he relied on his friends to put him in front of Jesus. He imagined Jesus preaching, and then you see all the other things coming down, and he's like, What's what in the world is going on? And then he sees somebody that hasn't moved, and he's telling him, Help me, God. I don't know what to do. And he says, okay, pick up your mat and go. Deliverance. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes the Holy Spirit presents himself in the type of friends you have. Mm -hmm. If you choose wrong friends that are not spirit-led, filled with the Holy Spirit, they're not going to put you through the roof. What they're going to do is going to forget about you and throw you on the side. But go ahead. You have something to say. Danny, I love what you say about friends because friends are so important, guys, in our lives. (laughs) We are very bad at picking friends. But yes, the right friends will lead you to deliverance. Because you know what? Sometimes we credit ourselves for the deliverance, but we do nothing besides be filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And He is the one who does everything, right? So glory be to His name. But I was going to tell you that I was reading the the story of the woman of the flow of blood, and we've told this story so many times, guys. So, yeah, I'm not going to tell it again, but I love that when Jesus says, who touched me because somebody just took out power or virtue, Mm -hmm. when you look at the original, the word is dunamis. Mm -hmm. And we know that dunamis is the power of the Holy Spirit, which is incredible, right? And we know, of course, the Holy Trinity uh, three and one but in that moment it was Jesus right but what was taken from him was that dunamis that power that is later manifested into the Holy Spirit which is incredible right because what is it that healed her the power like I don't want to say it wasn't Jesus because of course Jesus is the one who healed but the power just the the power 
from the robe that Jesus was wearing was enough to heal. So imagine how much more uh, Jesus gives us uh, this privilege once we're spirit filled to just proclaim that people can be um, healed, proclaim that people can be uh, taken from their shackles and all that good stuff, which I think is awesome. And also, if I can share a verse that I was yeah. reading, um, I love uh, Paul. If you guys have not read Romans, I 100% recommend. But like all of Romans 7 is him talking about how he is like terrible, that he doesn't do the things that he wants to do, but he instead ends up doing the things that he doesn't want to do. Um, but Romans 8, it's it's so beautiful because he writes uh, Romans 8, 9. It says, but if God's spirit lives in you, you are under control of your spiritual nature, not your corrupt nature. Whoever doesn't have the spirit of Christ doesn't belong to him. However, if Christ lives in you, your bodies are dead because of sin, but your spirits are alive because you have God's approval. Does the spirit of the one who brought Jesus back to life live in you? Then the one who brought Christ back to life will also make your mortal bodies alive by his spirit who lives in you. And I love this because he's saying like, even if you die in sin, the same God who brought Jesus back will bring you back mm -hmm. every single time. But you have to have the spirit of the Lord in, in, inside of you. But it gets even better. So brothers and sisters, we have no obligation to live the way our corrupt nature wants us to live. If you live by your corrupt nature, you are going to die. But if you use your spiritual nature to put to death the evil activities of the body, you will live. Certainly, all who are God, guided by God's spirit are God's children. You haven't received the spirit of, of slaves that lead you into fear again. Instead, you have received the spirit of God's adopted children, by which we call out Abba Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. If we are his children, we are also God's heirs. If we share in Christ's sufferings in order to share his glory, we are heirs together with him. So pretty much saying like, you know, okay, if you have his sufferings and you're dying to yourself one time and, and time and again, the Holy Spirit itself is testifying that you are his child. And that is absolutely beautiful and breathtaking and awesome because like it said here we're like adopted we're like not even the original kids but who cares because god loves us that much that he said for those i'm going to give up my son um and yeah that's awesome so let's live by the spirit guys and it's really hard because the spirit is always telling us to do things that we don't want to do uh like it says here right we want to live by our corrupt nature and like what our body desires mm -hmm. and what pleases our bodies um but instead let's push really hard and which is important again to have good friends right that are not telling you like yeah bro that's super awesome that you just did all these bad things instead saying, and, and, and i, I think to life. just i think to just um, maybe kind of like just circle circle into what i was trying to say was that not just any good friends right because they yeah. could be really good friends out there guys mm -hmm. like even people from like the world can be even good people sometimes. good yeah. people yeah. like mm -hmm. you know that you do like man he's such a nice guy mm -hmm. but it's because it's not about that right. it's how about having friends that are filled with the, yes, with the holy spirit you know i was just thinking i was just thinking right now what you, what you were saying about jesus like everybody i don't know maybe this is a revelation or maybe this is just something that you know i'm crazy but i was thinking like we always want to go and we all right like don't you feel like man i want to rescue people i want to mm -hmm. deliver them you know yeah. i want to be and set them free and when you pray for somebody you, you don't see any change right and you you know you grab them and you go like this and <laughs> you know they're ah, you know and i'm saying look at jesus he was so filled with the holy spirit he was drenched with the holy spirit mm -hmm. and think about this when you're drenched with the holy spirit when you're drenched of just water anything you touch gets what Wet. Wet. Mm -hmm. so he had so much power of the holy spirit that when they even touched him his robe right mm -hmm. listen to this he was so powerful with the holy spirit that even his voice changed it think about this how many people did he have to touch very little 
He didn't have to go. Oh, you are free. No, he just goes, get up. Your your sins are forgiven. Mm -hmm. That's enough. Why? Because he was drenched. Everything he said was filled by the Holy Spirit. And that's what I'm telling you is that the deliverance of the Holy Spirit goes hand in hand when almost everything goes hand in hand with the dunamis, which was we already talked about, which is the power to deliver. We can see that Jesus goes goes uh, goes, and there was these people that were uh, possessed by demons and they wouldn't let people go in and out of that city. He goes, he doesn't touch them. He doesn't fight with the demons. He just goes, you guys go, get out of there. Get out. And they said, no, no, no. They spoke to them. Give us a not another body, and he puts them into the, the pigs, pigs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then the pigs ran off, and they you know they ended up running off a cliff. But I was just thinking, and I was just thinking, look at this deliverance. But look how the people took it. That's why I want you guys to understand that the deliverance of the Holy Spirit might be sometimes scary, or sometimes it might take away something that we do like. But listen, the people come out and they ran them out of the city, saying, "Go away, we don't need you here." After he just delivered them. After he just delivered them. They like literally beg him, like, no, 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 please, no, please get please, out please, of here. Go, yeah. And imagine not being able to get out of your own city. And now that you can, get out of here. We don't want you here. How ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. That the, the deliverance, guys, it's not always, you know, uh, how do I say this? Deliverance is not always fun in games, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we ask God, oh, God, deliver me from this. But are you really ready mm -hmm. to apart from it like are you ready to like say okay no more to your old friends are you ready to say no more to that sin that you love so much or are you saying no more to that thing that continues to bring you down you have to be ready you know mm -hmm. danny deliverance is uncomfortable it is because you are used to like the filth you're used to the nastiness you're so um your, your mm -hmm. flesh is being pleased so good that you're like oh my god i don't think i can go without it it's it almost becomes like an addiction right mm -hmm. like uh the mm -hmm. things that you love and you think about it like people who are for example um shackled by sex that's oh guys uh, again i've said it like a million times sex and matrimony holy outside of matrimony not holy right but if people who are shackled by these things right they don't want to give that up of course not if they're saying it pleases my body but once they're delivered and they understand the importance of it then boom it's like oh i understand why i had to be delivered but the process it's un you know you know what I like to say it's uncomfortable yeah. mm -hmm. and not just even with sex almost think about with everything for example um I remember I used to be a horrendous potty mouth like <laughs> like don't you think though if you if you were ever a potty mouth all these bad words come into your mind but now you have like a filter you said I can't say these things anymore mm -hmm. so you, it's uncomfortable to try to find the right way and the right thing to say because if you say a little bit too fast there's gonna one like it's uncomfortable right but instead of pushing Jesus out let him come in instead of pushing out the Holy Spirit let it come in let it guide you because I, I think that's the important thing about the deliverance if you can see uh, uh, Jesus delivered almost everybody but he didn't have to touch many people he just just with the drench that he had sprinkled mm -hmm. on hey go ahead mm -hmm. but like was it like oh, i also wanted to bring up be very analytical with the type of friends you have because yeah you can have spare that friends here but if they're like leading you in a like a wrong direction sort of then like was this like are they truly your friends you know right. like this verse um, reminds me of um in first corinthians 15 33 do not be deceived bad company ruins good morals yeah. right so like was it like for example <clears throat> me and you are homies right like was it like we play drums we serve the lord hope so. hallelujah right but like was it but we're both spared that i would like to say right right i hope so i would like to say hope so <laughs> <laughs> so like was it like let's say i'm struggling in a jump part right but you're here still trying to see me, trying to be like, okay, you know what? I want the first chair. 
let's teach them something wrong. That way you can have the first chair if you understand what I'm saying. No, no. You know? So, like, it's, like, I think it's the best way to understand, like, to see what every single person has within themselves. Trying to find people who really push you as a unit together, as one body in Christ. But, yeah. I was just going to say, that's why I think it's important uh, not just to trust your friends, but to read your Bible house. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I could be telling you something that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. And to your human head, it's like, oh, yeah, bro, that sounds right. But if you read your Bible and you see that it's wrong, then you could be like, oh, this girl looks spirit led. She closes her eyes and lifts her hands real high. But her heart is mm, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how you see it. Where are the fruits? Mm -hmm. And remember that what we're trying to look for is remember, I was reading this to the people earlier uh, this week and. God didn't send us to condemn, but to to but console. So mm -hmm. no condemnation, but consolation. Mm -hmm. And I want you guys to understand is that that just because just because maybe your friends are not there, it doesn't mean that they're not your friends, right? right. It's just that these people you need to. The Bible also says, make sure that they they are acting like you, and you don't act like them. Mm -hmm. You see, we need to understand that. We need to understand that we have to make people just like god made us you see what i'm saying don't follow people just because they're cool or anything but try to make them us how do we do that with the holy spirit but let's continue with the deliverance of the Daddy, holy spirit just one more thing i was just gonna say because like there's like also the false sense of holy like you know like somebody who's like way too intense and it's just like right. oh you can't even speak about anything outside of the bible because then you're going to hell also those people need to calm down yeah sorry okay anyways let's let's read uh, Acts 16 18 and it says uh uh, let's read it from 17. And she followed Paul and us, crying, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. 18. And this kept doing it for, and she kept doing it for many days. And Paul, having became, become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And it came out of he came out at the very hour, and uh, so there's another way of how 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 the Holy Spirit used Paul to deliver this young girl, to this, deliver this young girl, and um and this young girl used to um used to make money for the people as a how do you say it, as like a as like a medium how do you say it, like the people that see the future and they read your your hands oh. like as almost like a oh, witch yeah. yeah like a witch like she would do stuff for this stuff like this but Paul was so annoyed and so greatly annoyed that turned to to turn to his head and said remove this spirit remove out of her so I want you guys to understand that the deliverance of the Holy Spirit can even happen to the people that don't even want the deliverance you know what I'm saying? So that's why that's why it's very important for you to be in the right place at the right time because you can be praying one time. And if you feel it from the Holy Spirit to say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, bro, rebuke it. Because you never know what can happen. And this and this 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 woman continued to annoy Paul. And it says that he turned around. And this is why in Acts 27 they went to jail because he delivered. But I want you guys to see, I want you guys to see that sometimes just what happened to Jesus Christ. He delivered, and what did they give to him? Prison. Look, look, and then he went to prison. And delivered everybody there. <laughs> Danny, so, you know what this girl was saying? She was not even saying anything crazy. She was just saying, these men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. I literally hear someone say that and I'd be like, oh, nice. No, no, the but what, what, what happened was that she was doing it for a few, for many days. Right. After a while, he's like, okay, like, thank you. But right. he was doing that out of the spirit. But he felt her spirit, right? right. He, yeah. like, discerned it. 
Which is crazy because I don't see anything wrong with what she was saying. I would have never guessed like, oh, this girl's demon possessed. And the demon came out, so that means right. that there was a demon yeah. trying to trying to mess with them. And the deliverance here is look, look. I think that we have to see a few things about Paul here. Number one, is he was Paul free? Therefore, if you are free, then you're also setting other people free. The delivered uh, deliver other people. The delivered understand what freedom is. And when they see somebody in captivity, they're like, nope, get out of there. Let me get out of there. And that's all you guys understand that when you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will deliver you. The Holy Spirit will come into you and will make you the everywhere you went. Look, he's outside, he delivers this girl from the from the from the from the, from the spirit. He goes inside the prison, he delivers all the prisoners. So everywhere he went, he was like, dude, this guy has the spirit of deliverance. And what's the spirit of deliverance? The Holy Spirit. So I want you guys to understand that the, the deliverance is not only for the people that that uh, that say, "Oh, I'm here for deliverance," and give me. Not, it's not only just that, but it's a continuing, continuing like like we said, worshiping, praying, uh, casting out demons. And I don't know. I've been talking so. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, please. I really like the fact that you were saying how it, you were saying that Paul not only did it for himself, he was delivered, but he also helped others. It reminded me of what you were saying yesterday in class, how we have to leave a legacy. It isn't just for us. It isn't just, oh, I'm delivered, I'm good. Oh, oh, well, everybody else sucks to be you. Right. Like we have to, I remember Deb says, says all the time that you can only teach what you've been taught. And it says in the Bible, the example I wanted to give was Mary Magdalene when she went to Jesus and she was like kissing his feet and stuff like that. And the Pharisees was like, oh, if you if he was a prophet, he would know like that she's a sinner. And honestly, I think it's so beautiful that, wait, I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought that it was so beautiful. First of all, honestly, God is so amazing that even though sometimes we are still stuck in that process because it's as you guys were saying it's difficult it's not going to go one two three it's not going to be oh you're you're good perfect fine yeah. uh, like a lot of the stories that we're giving they sound quick they sound fast and easy but it's not it's going to take months it's going to take maybe years it can take a while and God is there in every aspect. He knows that you are going through difficulties. I mean, right here, he knew that Mary Magdalene was a sinner, and yet he still chose her. He still was like, oh, she's a sinner, I know, but I love her. And he gave, the story that he gave was, like, um, the one who is forgiven more loves more. And that's what I wanted to go back to what I was saying, that if you've been delivered from whatever you're going through, don't be like, oh, well, sucks to be everyone else love other people and be like okay i'm going to show you what i've been taught that's that's literally what jesus wants because he's going to use you you're, he's going to use your circumstances your problems to help others exactly how he did it in the prison he went to prison and paul could have been like oh my goodness i'm here jesus i, I was supposed to help you and now i'm in prison he could have he could have decided not to do, not to do it not to keep having faith in the lord but in having faith he helped others how many prisoners were there a lot it wasn't like five or a few it was a lot and even the uh the prison guard who didn't want like you were saying who maybe didn't want to be delivered he's he's at the end of the day he found god he realized oh my goodness and his family yeah and his family too so it's not just one person it's like a chain so we have to understand that sometimes it's difficult, but you have to keep, uh, what was that? You have to keep going because there's a bigger picture. It's not just you. You're you're part of a bigger, like, um, body. Yeah, 
a bigger plan. You're not, you're just one piece in the whole game board. So it's not just you, you can't just focus on yourself. Oh, it, it sucks, I wanna give up. Sometimes all of us are like that, but we have to keep going because we have those pieces. It connects to a bigger, bigger idea, bigger, bigger, I guess, plan that is God. That is you, know, you know what I was gonna tell you? That, like the way I was telling the kids yesterday, it was like, what is your legacy to your little brothers? Like, and that's exactly what happens, right? Like, when when God comes to my life, well, I don't have any more uh, younger siblings, but, um, like, when somebody comes to, to 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 a life, but I do have spiritual siblings, so so when somebody something happens to me, and and I, uh, how do I say this? And I, and I am free, and I have to get this freedom and do what set others free and that's why I always, that's super hard to understand especially as young people because when the holy spirit comes and delivers us we feel like okay i'm free and then when somebody else comes behind you like okay well bro dude figure it out, figure it yeah. out just like i did it and that's not what we're we supposed to be in the contrary we're supposed to show them be patient just like one person was patient with you there's always that one person that was patient with you and jesus uh, a lot of times in the bible was him for example we see that prostitute that's about to get stoned and he stops and rescues her he delivers her and tells everybody uh, the whole pharisees he was like are you guys gonna throw rocks okay he who's uh, free of sin throw the first stone and they start throwing all his stones they start th they start leaving him there turns around to her and goes we're all your accusers simple as that simple as uh, you know you feel dirty simple as oh D danny i've done horrendous things in my life danny I, I can no longer be called son of god my my answer to you just like jesus was was where's your accusers nobody's accusing you anymore and he has delivered you with the power of the holy spirit so so the question comes and remains says you know when he delivers you what do you do with that deliverance Mary Magdalene, why was she so thankful? She she gave back. She delivered her brother from death. So she, how, how thankful was she? Dude, she was ready to... She was extra thankful. She was more thankful than the dead person. Because it says that when Jesus came back to visit Lazarus, he sat next to him in the table. I would have been serving him. I would have said, look, don't worry about anything. I got you. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I would be. That's how, if you notice, even Martha was serving more than he was. And then the one that he actually liked was Mary Magdalene's uh, um, present. But what I was going to tell you is that the Holy Spirit can deliver. The Holy Spirit can be del delivered. We can see it. We can see in the Bible in Acts, it says that the, the disciples, the apostles would walk by and just their shadow would make people free would make people uh would make people better so if they were sick it would make them better if they were if they were shackled that would make them free it just their shadow would deliver so my question so that's how crazy it is but danny how how can we reach this deliverance you know how can we be like this and it's simple be drenched with the holy spirit and how do you become drenched with the holy spirit it's not only to come look for god in church days but in the country to look for god all the days every single days not just uh for example not just the weekends right but monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday keeping abstaining yourself from something and you know what i've actually um oh my God, i'm talking so much and i'm so sorry um but um i've i've noticed this in my life that it's it's not about you thinking that oh it's because i have done this that god is going to use me now no 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 no. because we are not worth it we're not sorry we're not saying that we're not worth it but we're not worthy and because we're not worthy is that god uses you and if you notice 
when you come and you've sinned all week and maybe you've forgotten about God for maybe a week and you're like, God, you know, I'm so sorry. That's when he uses you the most. Because it's it's true. It's He doesn't want people to think that, oh, oh God, remember this week? Remember this week? I was praying. I was praying all this week. I was reading the Bible. He doesn't want people like that. Yeah. And then we say, oh, then, you know, you know, I feel like God says, it's like, oh, it's because of what you did. Do you think you're doing this? No, no. It's because I have mercy. And then when God uses, for example, when God uses me, when I when I haven't been, you know, the, the best of persons that I could be, and God uses me, dude, I, I want to break down and I say, God, Thank you so much. Thank you for delivering me like this because honestly, I feel like I come shackled and I come full of sin and dirty and you clean me once again. Go mm -hmm. ahead. So what you kind of reminded me was in uh, Titus 3.5. It says right here, He saved us not because of the works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing and regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So it's like, yes, like we do good things, right? We, we come to church, we serve, we're, we're good people, right? Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, was it, like, like, yes, we do these things, but it's up to the Lord who just, like, he's like, you know what? Let me, like, let me wash you. Let me, like, regenerate. Let me let me cleanse you to do other things as well. So, like, wouldn't you say, like, if of someone else is coming up to you, he's like, hey, I'm struggling with this and this and this. He's like, nah, I'm good. Like, was this, right. like, you can figure it out on your own, like, as you mentioned earlier. You know, like, was it, like, um, who are we to say something like that to someone when God does the same thing for us? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a small thing that I would like. I like to share, but yeah. Yeah, and even what you said that mm -hmm. God, that the Holy Spirit will come and renew us. So mm -hmm. that means that He doesn't only come renew us once. Mm -hmm. He doesn't only come clean cleanse us once. Mm -hmm. But it's continual filling Amen. of the Spirit mm -hmm. that that baptizes. Remember, I told you guys that there's like seven baptisms, and you baptism in baptism in water. There's baptism in fire. There's baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's baptisms. Of, there's seven baptisms that we can teach and we can tell you. And all of these do that. They uh, renew. They cleanse. They do because if we only are waiting for two baptisms, then I feel like. Two baptisms for the rest of your life is not enough. We can have continual baptisms so we can continually be drenched in the Holy Spirit. Go ahead. I was just going to say that this all, this all goes back to what Alanis was saying, right? That none of it is just to benefit ourselves. And that's literally like the center of the gospel is how everything that God does is for to benefit others. Like always. And it leads me to Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set liberty to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And I see it like the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you not to do all of this for you, but to do all of this for others. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's beautiful. Like literally, if you do that for others, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. And I that's think beautiful. that's amazing. That's beautiful. Any more last thoughts? No, you guys are good? Yep. All right. Well, guys, uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed our podcast. Um, don't forget to uh, follow us on Instagram and follow us on YouTube. It's Evan Instead LA. We're also on YouTube. And, guys, thank you, Alanis. Thank you, House. And thank you, Deb, once again. And, guys, we'll see you guys next week, uh, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. God bless you guys. Take care and see you.